Thanks for being with us on Community Matters today. Richard Pyatt with you, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. I started last week with a discussion of the 2023 Ford Mustang Mach-E that I'm spending a few weeks with. So in this past week, uh, what uh, our goals were were to just incorporate the driving of the all-electric Mach-E into my routine of driving and also to take it on a 300-mile road trip Thanks to Lakeview Ford Lincoln for providing the vehicle for me to to give it a a whirl and come back to you and talk about that. Of course, I mentioned to you, and this is not uh, unusual, uh, when you're contemplating an EV, the charging, right? How can I be sure the vehicle is charged? How can I be sure I have enough charge for the trip I want to take? So... Uh, concerns about that, uh, charging anxiety, range anxiety, things of that nature. I can relate to that. That's been maybe a bit of an obsession. (laughs) One of the best pieces of advice I've gotten from uh, someone who has an EV is not to discount the value of charging in your garage on a standard 110 outlet. So I'll tell you, in the beginning, I thought, well, I'm going to end up Uh, charging in other places. Just add that to my schedule. Really what's happened, at least here in the first full week, is that I have not done that at all. Planning for home charging, maybe overnight when rates are the best, that really provides me with enough range for the next day's driving. So I would say that's been among really the most valuable pieces of advice that I've gotten so far. Now, I mentioned that road trip, so I had intended to make a trip to the North American International Auto Show in Detroit. So it made perfect sense. Take the Mach-E. Let's experience what this is like. It's about a 300-mile trip, roughly 150 miles from my door to uh, the Huntington Place in downtown Detroit, which most of us know as Cobo Hall, right? What we know about that is uh, we need about 300 miles. Not going to get that on a full charge in a standard battery on the Mach-E, but we got pretty close. The day before I left, I took it to a DC fast charger. Now, this is the fastest charging that you can get, and uh, pulled up plugged in and went from 40% to 85% in about 20 to 25 minutes. And so that's pretty fast. 85% gives me more than 200 miles of range. But one of the things I learned is, why would you then pay to go all the way to 100% when you can plug in at home on the slower charger overnight and finish the job for less. So instead of charging to 100%, and it's worth noting, by the way, that once you pass 80% charge, even on the fast charger, the charging slows down some because of uh, the chemistry involved in all of that and safety and so on. So instead of paying for that, if it's going to slow down anyway, why not just take it home and plug into your 110 and finish the job? So I charged to about 85%, came home, plugged the car in overnight to finish the job. Leaving the next morning at 9 a.m., the car had just reached 100% charge. So it worked out tremendously well. That left me with about 260 miles of range on the standard battery Mach-E that I'm driving. So that's more than enough to get to downtown Detroit and part way home. So the plan was 
drive to uh, Huntington Place, enjoy the show, get in the car, come back, and on the way back, stop and charge again. So I did. Stopped in Ypsilanti at a DC fast charger, went from 40% to 80% in about 20 minutes, restored about 200 miles of range, and made it home with plenty of charge left. And so could I have gotten home 15 to 20 minutes sooner if I'd been in a gas-powered car? Probably so. But uh, this is all part of the experience. And as we see more and more charging capabilities out there, Ford is going to have that uh, articulation with Tesla chargers as well. So there'll be more options to get it done and uh, probably get it done faster as uh, time goes on. A couple of other notes about that. Really a smooth power and quiet car, right? We know this about uh, EVs. And I will say this, too. There is a, a bit of a brotherhood, right, uh, among folks who drive EVs. In fact, I parked in the parking garage at, at Huntington Place in Detroit, went into the auto show, came out, and there was another one next to me, <laughs> another Mach-E that had parked next to you just sort of as a tip of the hat, one to the other. I will say, though, this car and EVs in general turns heads and brings questions. I made a stop. In Detroit, and immediately as I got out of the car, a couple of people came over and said, what is this car? This is incredible. And you end up having a 20-minute conversation about EVs in Detroit. Interestingly, I talked about how this turns heads and brings questions. I took it to the Gilmore Car Museum this past week on the Wednesday night cruise-in and parked it. And interestingly, parked it next to, I didn't plan this, it just happened, a 2006 Mustang GT. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I parked it, the owner of that GT came over and said, hey, I want to talk to you about that Mach-E. I'm curious. And so we ended up having probably about a 30-minute conversation about cars and, and, uh, and electric vehicles. And as I spent time there at the Gilmore, people were looking at it, inquiring about it, and really interested in it. So what I can tell you so far is EVs are interesting to people, even if they're not right for them at this time. They turn heads, they bring questions, and people's eyebrows go up, and they uh, they like to learn more about it. So that's what we're going to try to do here on the program, help you learn more about EVs through my experience with the Mustang Mach-E. So next week, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Thanks to Lakeview Ford for the opportunity to spend time with the Mach-E. I'm Richard Pyatt. Grateful to have you with us for Community Matters this week, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. And you can find our episodes anytime at battlecreekpodcast.com. And the show is produced by Live Mike Communications. <laughs>